how how long were you there? How long were you in New York? Two months. So when the riots started breaking mm. out, tell us about that. <laughs> that was so, when, so when did that happen? I, I've lost track. I would I honestly have to look back at my text messages Roughly. to my husband. And you were in the middle of the fight too, so you don't remember. I didn't see my car for two weeks. When did it happen? You remember? It was what? ten days, twelve days long. The riots. So, the yeah, riots the there. riots. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I've lost track, dude. So everything weird. is like, I don't know. so weird. Things right now, I, I don't know. So, funny story at Woodhall. <laughs> I got assaulted by one of their senior nurses. Hold on, wait a minute. A person working at the hospital a that you're working at? Nurse. Um, she said I asked too many questions. Well, oh, Jesus. Beating you up that. is the right way to stop that. Yeah. No, she didn't beat me up. She grabbed me by the arm. Okay. Open fingers. Yep. Wrapped around my wrist very tightly, and there was a territory dispute. I was on loan to her from the ICU. Okay. And the ICU senior nurse was there, and she's like, no, I'm taking Lori back. So I was on loan to her for like three weeks. It was hell. The worst conditions I've ever worked in in my entire career was on her mid-search floor. Okay. Their techs honestly would sit there and tell me to fuck off when I asked for something simple like a blood sugar. Really? Fuck yeah, but off? Is, that, is that a New Yorker thing? I guess. Yeah, no, I what looked up there for a while. Fuck off, off is though. fuck off. Right. <laughs> 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 <So, laughs> what pissed me off beyond all repair was they had a patient who was a one-to-one. And that means that someone has to be within, usually it has to be within arm's reach, but they put the tech at the door. Day shift tech was amazing. This robe was awesome. I don't even know the name of the other gal. All I know is the patient had classic pneumonia, my second non-COVID patient. Okay. 108 years old. Okay. 108? 108. And she was the cutest can be. She would thank us for just walking in the room. But she hacked a loogie and it got stuck. Oh, and her gross. O2 sats dropped into the 70s. So I'm trying to sit her up, but I happen yeah, to be yeah, on yeah. the opposite side of the bed as the suction canister in the yonker. So I'm like, hey, I need help. And the answer of this tech was, she's a DNR. No. Oh, yeah. So let's get her choked to death. No, no, no. And I was like, <laughs> you don't understand. For everybody listening, yonker is the suction thing. Yeah, it's the hard, rigid yeah. thing that goes down your throat to suck all that gunk out. Ugh, and then we have do. a flexible one yeah. that um, is kind of like a NG tube, but sure. smaller. And sure. it goes down the throat and pulls it out. So all we had in the room was the yonkers on the med search floor. And so the tech is like, oh, she's a DNR. I'm like, I'm not calling a code. Yeah. Yeah. I need help because I physically can't. Let's just do the. Let's just, that woman, doesn't mean we can't clear her throat, dumbass. She was 40 kilos, so like 90 pounds ish. Not much. Uh-huh. So I couldn't sit her up, bring her forward, move the bed, which the beds were crickety as can be anyhow. And then the suction canister was on the other side of the bed. And I mean, she was so tiny, so I just picked her up in my arms. And I scooted her forward, and at this point, I've got her cradled in the crook of my elbow to hold her forward because the bed stopped working. Because bless them, they don't have the most fancy beds. And I needed them to hand me the, the yonker and turn on the section. And they're just sitting there like, um, she's a DNR. I was like, call respiratory. She's a DNR. And at that point, I used my NCO voice, and I <laughs> used a lot of inflection, and I started screaming, somebody get in here and fucking help me. Right. I'm not calling a code. I just need physical help because I can't reach all this. I need to suction her. I, uh, being up there when I was early in my career and training and all that, I, there is, uh, it's such a concentrated 
population. It is. That it really, I mean, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's insane looking back how um, callous people sometimes can be, and that's not a general reflection of all medical providers in New York. I hope nobody gets... It's, it's not. You know, but... We had I mean, some of are, the most amazing, yeah, you compassionate know. providers. Absolutely. Yes, there so. were some that, bless their hearts, yeah. I did have to... Rehumane, almost. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're like, hey, like, oh, we're looking. Have you ever seen that Facebook funny where the attending posts and he says something like, "This intern just told a 30-year seasoned ICU nurse that when I want your opinion, I'll ask for it." And he put and he said, "Child is gonna die today." Let me tell you, this child, second year resident, almost. Well, he got a little bit of what I was capable of as far as. I had four patients, all four of them actively trying to extubate themselves at the same time, maxed out on double max of Presidex, which is a drug that puts them down. They had fentanyl. They had Presidex. They had propofol. Mm -hmm. We had everything to put these folks down, and they do not stay down. They are actively awake, rambunctious. They are fighting the vent. And when I'm covering someone for lunch... Do you time down to do... One guy was in restraints. I try to avoid restraints. Yeah. And kind one mean. reason, it's kind not mean, necessarily yeah, yeah. mean, it's just that First they're said. so strong. I wish we had ketamine. Yeah. Um, we didn't. You didn't have ketamine? No. Wow. But really? If I had a good doctor. <laughs> so you're going to be in the K-hole. Yeah. So when we had good doctors, <laughs> um, they would give us a rocuronium or a vecuronium injection because some of these patients Paralyzed needed paralytics. Go. Paralyzed and go, yeah. And then in the ICU, which is where I spent 99% of my time, they needed Fent versus Propofol, Presidex, Nimbex, sounds, and PRN. Sounds like a Saturday night. It was crazy. So they needed two different opiates that we normally give to put people to sleep in like small doses. These guys were on double max. And then they added in the propofol, which we normally don't give, but it was 50 mics of propofol. And then Presidex was up to two mics per keg per hour. My eyeballs kept jumping out of my head. Yeah. I got to go back to this. I want to know about the riots. Okay, I wanna know, the riots. Tell, tell oh, well, me. I was about to say, you're dealing with right. this and this happens. So yeah. the same week yeah. that that woman assaulted me, I did a nine-page sworn statement. So apparently whatever Lori, the date Lori on that. started the riots, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. You started. How did you say that? <laughs> So, three nurses, I will not mention gender, race, or anything, but three nurses cornered me in the break room. Okay. Are you just starting shit everywhere you go? Apparently. (laughs) So, this is a couple of days after the woman grabbed me and drug me around the nurse's station because I asked too many questions, which a med surge doctor told me to push blood over 15 minutes, and I was like, hey, I've got a question about that. (laughs) And she lost her shit, and chewed out that poor resident, and I felt bad for him. And then she turned on me, and then at that point, I was like, I'm calling my agency. And they moved me. So that was the same week. And these nurses blocked me in the break room. I mean, we don't go get water very often. So I'm in an N95 and a surgical mask to cover that and protect it since I have to wear it for three weeks at a time. From the moment I leave my apartment until the moment I get home that night, the only time I ever take it off is at lunch break or if I need water in the break room. So at this point, there are three nurses. And I don't watch TV. We don't have TV at home. I don't have time for TV. It was finals week. You're reading. Oh, my gosh. I'm so tired of reading. Um, I'm taking a week off, and I love it. So these nurses come in, and something is on the news on the break room, and they tell me about Mr. Floyd. I had not heard anything 
And they educated me. Right. I was blamed for Mr. Floyd's murder because of my skin color. Oh, Jesus. And at that point, these are nurses I had worked with. Right. Very closely for many weeks in the shittiest of shit storms. And all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy. And I felt very uncomfortable. It's the very first time I've ever in my entire life looked at skin color oh. other than blue. Hold on. Really quick. Uh, you were, where, where were you when this happened? In the hospital. Okay. So, okay. All right. Sorry. So the shit starts hitting the fan outside the hospital. And you have, you have. So that was the first night that they had protests. So I was driving that day. So I remember driving home, and that morning, one of my medics who's in <clears throat> one of the Middle Eastern countries, I can't exactly say which one, but we had had a phone conversation on the way to work. And he was telling me, hey, I did research on. So I was with some of the. They're going to forgive me. I don't know the exact word, but like the most extreme Hasidic Jews. Okay. They had the curly cues and the coolest hats ever. What are they called? So, Hasidic Jews. I think they're Hasidic. I don't know. I did a little bit of Google, but when you look at anything in the history of Brooklyn, they have a whole neighborhood. They're everywhere. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was talking to him about that. I was like, hey, I went through this neighborhood, and that's the only neighborhood I ever felt safe in, yeah. to be honest. Good people. And so my medic and I had had a conversation about how he did a research project, and he's like, look for these wires above. These wires above are part of the religion. Look for them. So I was looking for them on my drive home that day. And it's hard to pay attention to New York traffic. Thank goodness it was not peak New York traffic. But for me, it was like Atlanta um, rush hour traffic is their non-peak traffic. So I was looking for these things the whole way home. My navigator took me all the way around. Thank goodness. And then I get in and then someone texts me, hey, how are you doing? I heard there's a riot. And I was like, what do you mean? And so I Googled a few things, and I was like, holy shit, there are riots out there. So the Barclays Center. Are you driving toward it? My navigator took me around it. So The navigator knew to go around it? <laughs> traffic. I think it? I think it does. I use Waze. Oh, okay. Not no. that I get any credit for them, but they route me around traffic. No, no. But Waze? W-A-Z-E. It'll route you around traffic. It tells you when like right, road kills right. in the road. But it's all reliant upon people... Report. Concentration. Okay. Yeah. So That's what did true. you what did you see? I saw nothing. I was looking for the damn wires in okay. the sky. Okay. And so I get back, I park my car in the car garage, and I walk back to my apartment, which is about a quarter of a mile, and I get in, no big deal. I lived on the thirty first floor of this apartment and my door guys were amazing. Uh-huh. They were so strict just to prevent COVID that even if my husband had flown to New York to visit, he could not come to my apartment because he wasn't a tenant. They were that strict. Okay. So wow. I knew I was safe once I got inside those doors. Yeah. Wow. And they were very particular. Like they would have hated guys. my wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you put her on a lease with you, then wow. that's totally fine. Yes. But even food delivery guys were like, hey, who are you? Lease. What are you coming from? Not yeah. leash. Please. <laughs> don't, don't you dare oh, put your wife on a leash. <laughs> Not cool. I love my ex husband for shit like that. She's His eyes it. opened up and I was like, no. <laughs> she's used to it. Bless her. <laughs> she can come hang with us. <laughs> so um, I didn't know anything about it until the next morning. Everybody's texting me like, hey, are you good? And I'm used to that because I'm in Brooklyn in the middle of the shitstorm, belly of the beast. And so I'm... <laughs> Funny. I have a patient who's intubated, sedated the whole nine, but we leave the TVs on for them because, you know, hearing is still present. Absolutely. And there was a riot coverage on the news about this Brooklyn thing at the Barclays Center. It's like, well, fuck, I live by the Barclays yeah. Center. So on lunch break, I Googled it. Like, Barclays Center riot. How close. 
right there? <laughs> no, I drive by the Barclays Center every day. Okay. That was the one that I finally ended up going around that day. Yeah, and yeah, it turns yeah. out that's the night that this gal threw a Molotov cocktail into the police car. And then when they arrested her, she bit their ankles. And so from the night that the riot started, I didn't get to my car for two weeks. Wow. Because it was... That bad? So close to the Barclays. So then New York goes on. So you know when we have like a child abduction? Did you rent a car? You rented a car? Is that what you did? I I drove. So I have my own personal car. So it was in a really good parking garage. The MPG parking garage was amazing. But the problem is it's location. I got you. It was locked down. Like even I have to request the guy to come and open the gate for me to park it. And then he parks it for me. So I was grateful. And it was parked so far back when I finally checked it. It was just dusty, and gotcha. that was the worst, and I'm okay with that because, um, you know, I live on a farm, so I don't right. worry but about that. But you finally got out of there. I finally got out of there. So that night, everything, I was like, holy crap, all of this happened at the Barclay Center, which is a quarter of a mile from me. And so I started Ubering the next day, even though there were the Uber drivers that wanted to shoot nurses, things like that. So I just decided <laughs> it's worth my sanity to only have to jump into a car at curbside go to the hospital jump out of the car at curbside and then vice versa versus walking a half of a mile to the car round trip so the hospital parking a lot was a half quarter mile my parking lot was a quarter so anyways it turned out to be a mile a day of walking and all of this which turned out great except that that first night we went on curfew my uber driver arrived at 7 57 p.m curfew started at 8 p.m. So he got to my apartment, dropped me off, and I kid you not, the entire mob was up my street. I lived on Flushing Avenue. So it's a huge street. Flushing is ginormous. I used to live up there. It is huge. I lived across from LIU. So these people were walking Flushing toward one of the bridges. I think it's the Brooklyn Bridge, but I did not check my Google Maps because I was too busy studying. Yeah. All of my days off, I would spend 14 to 16 hours a day studying. I never toured the city. So, and, well, I mean, so how are the how are the police? How are the? I don't know. I was afraid to go near them. Okay. How are the no people shit. that are? What? Not, a, what? A, how about an, that for an answer? I don't. So, do you mean that as? I mean that seriously. So, okay. my agency before all the riots, nurses were being attacked. Bleach and all other chemicals were being thrown on us. There was that Uber driver who requested everybody to. Put a bullet in our heads. Real quick pause. The Uber driver obviously needs a Help. little bit of antipsychotic. Yeah, that that. But, but in love. general, but in general, were people thinking that the medical practitioners were spreading it? And so the, I don't think so. There was where the hell did that come from? I don't know. Dumbass. Um, well, yeah. it happened globally. So there were yeah, nurses yeah, yeah. in Mexico who were being attacked, and they were telling them, you know, don't wear your scrubs. Right. To so and ignorance, from. ignorance, yeah, ignorance, ignorance. Okay. Fear. So how about so you, as you're going through this whole situation, public, smart or not smart, are rioting, protesting, a combination of all of it. Police are there. You're avoiding the people yes. as well as the police. Well, they were targets. Who were? The police were. So the second night, I took an Uber, and this is where things really got shitty. My Uber driver, he showed up at like 7.58, and so curfew, you know, goes at 8 o'clock. Well, all of these protests started at 8 p.m. when the, (laughs) bless it, when all of the, (laughs) 
<laughs> curfew started. So in case you guys are wondering why I'm giggling, it's because they finished one of the jars of shine and bless them. They're trying to figure out which one to open next. The pecan one Isn't it amazing? I do missed our wedding where we had a southern butter pecan cake. That's ridiculous. And it was blood red. No, no, that's, yeah. Really? Yes. (laughs) Our colors were blood red and navy blue. My favorite color, my husband's favorite color. It's called purple. We had a very non traditional. No, (laughs) they were not mixed. Purple is not my thing. So, yeah, you missed our wedding, Doc, and that still chaps my ass. No, you shouldn't. Remember I was telling you what happened? I know, you had issues. I have issues. We all do. I love you, though. I love you dearly. (laughs) Issues and all. But Takor was like one of the people when we were narrowing down the wedding list. Uh, Takor made sure, we always made sure he was on the list. Well... With that porn stash, he's supposed to be at every. Well, he didn't have it then. She knew it was coming. <laughs> 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 I've seen you in months. It's a prelude, yeah. No, uh, I love you, both of you. No, seriously, I just uh, with four kids and you're busy. Kids, it, yeah, you're. It's not that. I remember your wedding. There was something that actually happened. You didn't know. make money. Either. I don't know because you never sent me a message. You no, I did. Did you? I absolutely the morning of. did. Was it the morning of? I, I might have to go back. That might be me. Might I would be. do that. I have 52 people cancel me on the morning of, so I just gave no, my phone away. I do weird stuff like this is the yeah, day I, they're paying attention, so I'll do so it. So you're a great doctor, but as a person, you're a dick. Thank you. Is uh, that true? I think so. Okay. Hold on. Uh, hold on. He's not, no, no, no. no. He's, honestly, honestly, he's not a dick. He he's actually, not. He actually overthinks everything. He does. He is the most awesome micromanagement guy I've ever seen in my life. That's why we get along, because you're OCD. It's yeah. so weird. I was talking about me being a dick just earlier before mm. we started this. Yeah. No, no, well, seriously. I'm, I'm, I'm probably the only one that really, truly calls agree. you on that shit. I would agree. I, you, you, and my, yeah, you and my wife. And, uh, even but I've called you on in front of Morgan before. Morgan looked at me like, you don't over, don't push it, buddy. Because she's, got, she's got you, you know, for real. And haven't like, you two been friends for a long, a long time? Yeah, for a long time. time. No, no. So, so in, I don't even know if it's in my defense. So, so I have <laughs> No, no. Seriously, I really feel like I only want to spend time with people that I feel comfortable enough to just... I get that. The you beautiful I mean? thing about you, the, so the beautiful thing about you, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm breaking yeah. in, but the, the people that you want to spend time with are normally experts in whatever their field is. So it's actually, I get it. Or it good, helps. Good-hearted. Good-hearted. Real people. Good-hearted. Yeah, there's you some good-hearted people mom. that you know you're the three-minute friends. You get that from your mom and dad because your mom and dad are just. No. I mean, they set the bar. Are you kidding me? My oldest daughter. We're gonna go back to Lori, but my oldest yeah. daughter. Tells me I sound like an asshole all Who, the how time. How old is she? She's gonna be fifteen in January. She's, she's awesome. Plus you. No, no, no. But you but, talk but, about a child that's developed into some. I no, mean, no. as young as she is, she's she's an old soul. But she's just like you sound like a dick to everybody you talk to, and I know you're not like that. It's just my voice and my. Yeah. Oh no. Well, okay, she I don't has mind a different doing it, We should, huh? She has a different perspective. So, no, no, we, as a junior she's nurse, smart as hell too, though. Because, so. like, when I first started at that hospital, I was a junior nurse to everybody. Were you? Well, I mean, not junior to the profession, but junior to the hospital. As far as the hierarchy. Yeah, sure. and so I didn't know anybody at the time, and I think you're you and Patel were, <laughs> bless him. He thought I was twins because they flooded me everywhere in the same shift. So he saw me yeah. on four different floors on the same shift, and Confusing he's like, him. "Do you have a twin?" I was like, "No, really, it's the same nurse." 
Anyways, you and Patel were the only, the first two profess or professionals. Bless me, I'm so used to school. Um, that I had met, and when you don't have your headphones in, you actually interact with your nurses, which makes a huge difference. I do. There's one doc, bless him. Yeah. His tender profile is kind of scary, I've heard. Okay. But, um, I, I don't know. How do I want to know? I don't number? have tender, but one of the secretaries <laughs> what's does. What's number? One of the secretaries is like, hey, I saw Dr. So-and-so on Tinder. I'm like, and you didn't screenshot it. For those of us who are married and don't have Tinder, like, this is entertainment. <laughs> Tinder. But we'll just say this poor gent. Is that for sure laid Tinder? I don't know. I, don't know. I, missed, I, I, I heard it was for sure laid. I don't know. I married a guy who it. was my best friend for over 10 years. Good for you, but I'm asking about Tinder. I don't know. <laughs> but if this guy, he might think it is. I he it. has I a it. very large, very large penis. And he uh, that works point. with me. Yes, and he wears a Louis Vuitton buckle in Our his tennis. scrub shirts I'm that he tucks in. Is this, are you talking about Chris Gibbs? Oh. No, Dr. Gibbs is hilarious. <laughs> I hope you're listening. Chris is amazing. I know it. We love Dr. Gibbs. Now, is he a player? I don't know. No, but he's he has a sense of humor. No, Dr. Gibbs is pretty great. He, I worked in Burns for a long he time. He is, and he's cool with it, and he's good at it. Dr. Gibbs or the other That's, guy? Because I will not say the other guy's in. name. Gibbs. Gibbs is awesome. <laughs> I love, love him. Have awesome. you met Yuri, though? She's cool. She's awesome. Yeah, she's cool. She's, she's out cool. of his league. Um... So, Dr. Gibbs, you did well. Keep her. Yeah. Um, He's a rolling stone. I'm, mm-hmm. glad, I'm glad we got past me. So, let's, uh, let's, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, so let's get past. Uh, so, uh, no, anyway. so genuinely. So, uh, violence, anything? There I mean, were violence. Think? So, I was on 31 floors up, and my windows were supposedly soundproof. So, normally when they did, like, the sirens and the lights at 7 p.m. every night, that was kind of cool, but I could kind of hear it. I had to open my windows to hear all the clapping. So, every night, Brooklyn has this thing, and I think it started in Manhattan. It's like, when we're all locked down, 7 p.m., all the vehicles, sirens, lights, police cars, fire trucks, ambulances, everything. And people would clap from their balconies. So that was pretty awesome. It was a tribute to the first responders. It was a protest. No, that was just in general. Every no, that's night. what I'm saying. That was a pro- that, to it me, a protest and rioting, very different. Well, yeah, know? protesting, rioting, but this is all before that. This is the first night I got there. Okay. I heard this weird noise, and actually I was FaceTiming with my friend Donna, um, and even when I didn't want to FaceTime, she made me, because she's one of my battle buddies, and that's what we do. <laughs> so she's like, what is that noise? So I opened the window, and I flipped the little FaceTime thing around, and I was like, here's what I hear every night at 7 p.m. when I'm not at work. Everybody claps and cheers from their balconies to celebrate the first responders. Was that's great? Was there an issue when you felt legitimately like you were in danger because of the yes people? Yes, there was a point where all the crap with nurses being you know the bad guys and we're being attacked globally, and then that's so fucked up. My agency, yeah, it's kind of crazy because. We don't care about anybody unless they're blue, because that means cyanosis yeah. or lack of oxygen. Yeah. Yes. And that's the only skin color we care about. Like, oh, shit, we you're blue? Fix, that's right. Let me get some oxygen on you. So that's the only time. And I've had to... I try to avoid the politics. Yes. Because to be part of the problem is not the answer. To just be the change you want to be in the world. But right. the only time skin color bothers me is when you're blue, 
because that means you don't have enough oxygen and oh shit, I need to intubate you soon. So fuchsia, fuchsia, fuchsia people bother me. Fuchsia. Is that what it is? I like more. I think gray people. Well, gray is a little late. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're talking about the gray man, which I did a lot of serial killer documentaries when I was. There's a couple. That's another. That's another. The gray man's a creepy podcast altogether. Yeah. Yeah. And please. And you're and you, if you don't mind, you're invited. I would love we're to. Ha- come. We're gonna have you back on. I would love to come yeah, because I worked in forensics. Sure. I worked in forensic psych, and I specialize in the criminally insane and incompetent stand. We're gonna get along just fine. Oh, I love you. You're <laughs> awesome. I knew I loved you from New York. <laughs> <laughs> who who did we have on that did the uh, psychological evaluation for people to see if they're crazy or not? Jeremy Hertz. Yeah, he was great. That's the one. We should have them both on. That'd be a blast. Okay, so one of the people on social media that I do follow that I respect very dearly is ZDog MD. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get any royalties or anything. But yeah. when it comes to debunking shit or actually giving information, ZDog is the best. He did a graduation speech, and it just floored me because he was so accurate when he said the only difference between psych patients and us is they've already had that break and they're well medicated. Yeah. You know, he's We're a hospitalist. We're not there yet. That's okay. Hospitalists are awesome. Mm-hmm. That's right. Especially, really? no, oh, until the, the first day y'all took over burns. Yeah. Bless your hearts. <laughs> but you've come a long way. Well, look, uh, as you get back to you, your farm, your husband, your goats. I have a goat in a cave bag. She's in a diaper pack. I've got three daughters. Well, no, trust like me, it's way better to have goats. Uh, I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm not <laughs> arguing with you at all. But, but reacclimate to Georgia. Mm-hmm. We're very happy you're back. I'm yes. glad you are so safe. Bad. Yes. And well, she is in Georgia. I'm no, safe no. she is. Well, let's do this. Look, I'm in Georgia. It's way better than New York. Now, I did meet some awesome folks in New York. Of course. Oh. They were like Southerners with a Northern accent. No. Well, you know, it's I, called New Orleans. I lived up there for I a like few years. I like New Orleans. Mm. Love some New Orleans. New York's a wonderful place. I mean, it, it, right I will now, go back to no visit, idea. but I will never, ever work there oh, Lori, I again. will tell you, when I used to live up there, I've, I've got uh, friends that were born and raised there. And they wanted me to go back and live. And I told them I will. Do it. No, no, no. I will not. This, 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 <laughs> I will no, not. No, this was 20 years ago. Yeah. I was just like, I love you. But I have Stevie now. But I have Stevie so now. But I, I will come visit, but I'm never going to live here. I love the place. It's awesome. But yeah. Never New York's here. awesome if I could just afford it. So. Two phrases that soldiers will tell you when that question is asked. Okay. Blow me and okay. eat a bowl of dicks. Okay. Those are huh. statements. <laughs> Those are absolutely answers to questions. I'm like, are you ever going to come back to New York? Blow me. I would Eat a bowl rather of not. Dicks. I'd rather not see a bowl of dicks. But thank you. That Trust seems me. Traumatic. It, it seems like it a lot of dick. But you know. It's aside from thing. the now, there are some docs. I, I have to give props to them. Aside from all the dicks, it just like, seems like a traumatic thing. I don't want to see so many people getting cut on. I don't know. Well, I mean. Yeah. Thank you. Like Ed Gein, he kept a collection of. Thank you for doing all of this. Thank you for doing what you've done. Yeah. uh, We're talking as far as the military service. (laughs) I've never been able to say that in front of you. you To be honest, I'm a little bit embarrassed. Well, I've never cursed in front of you. Bowl of years, bowl of. Once again, thank you for doing everything you've done. And uh, as far as military service and going to New York and putting yourself in that position, uh, thank you for doing that. We appreciate that very much. We hope that you'll, be, you'll come back on. 
I will. And one thing I'm going to be honest about, since we talked about my agency, I did put on my two weeks notice. Besides me being a dick? Well, honestly, I'd still work with you, even if you you were. Thank you. Um, It's the mustache. (laughs) It's not the mustache. (laughs) (laughs) It's his competency as a doctor. I agree. I appreciate that. I got 90-year-olds trying to hit on me, and I'm like, can you look at me as a doctor? Hi. Welcome well, to the nurse. Well, those dudes are cool, though. Who gets groped by are, males and females. Those old dudes are cool, though. Now, I will give it to our counterpart who recently um, left the world. Oh, Fred Mullins, man. Shout out to Uncle that. Uncle I'm so sorry. So, he was amazing. Loss. I had a patient who threw a urinal at me because he was pissed. That was the four-hour code that you showed up to and then left me. And then I walked away. And then you walked away. <laughs> And I was like, well, fuck. Stevie was waiting. You were but late. I was the first responder, and it was the only nurse ACLS certified at the time. So I ran the whole thing. I rode on the bed oh, to God. the ICU that day, and I felt bad because when I went to give a report, I'm like, I don't even know the dude's name. Right. Um, not even related. He was discharged. But whatever. Anyways, so Doc Mullins. Love him. He, after all of that, nobody checked on my patients. And I had four of them at that time. And one guy was like, bitch, you don't belong in medicine. You don't deserve to save lives. I don't know what you were doing, but you haven't been back in here with me for a couple of hours. And he threw a full urinal at me. I'm like, I already had to change my scrubs because we're covered in the other dude's blood, sweat, my sweat, everything. And I was like, okay, cool. So when Doc rounds, he's like, hey, how's our patient doing? I'm like, he's kind of pissed off at the world. And here's what happened. He's like, But there's hmm. no urine left for you to get... He didn't care about the urine. He's a surgeon. He's like, hmm, I wonder if he's opiate overdosed. So we're going to hold his pain meds for 24 hours. So when it came to him, he always supported the nurses. And the weird part is, again, I'm the travel nurse. Granted, I've been there for four and a half years, but he always made sure we were fed. He always made sure that if I had a question as the travel nurse, the redheaded stepchild twice removed, as long as you would walk and talk, he would educate you. And then when you looked him square in the eyes, his glasses. Have you ever noticed? Yes. Pupils were so big. Yes. Yes. I love him. Yeah. So I will say this is a wonderful time to say that. That I think I'm not sure who all is listening, but there's three of us I know. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, more uh, people. A, will. a friend and a colleague and somebody that an uncle has inspired, and an uncle, I suppose. A family you. member. I mean, sadly, he and I were similar age, but. Are you really somebody, 54? No, 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 I'm 45. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but somebody that... Uh, when it came to b- hospitalists... B- besides he and I being buddies, I mean, it was interesting because on a personal level, it's wonderful. But on a professional level, the work ethic, it was wonderful it was to incredible. see somebody that was always just like, I don't give a damn what's going on. I don't care if it's 2.30 in the morning. We're going to take care of this person. And that's it. And, you know the and, night nurses always knew him better than the day nurses. Yeah, absolutely. Because he would be there. It so doesn't his matter. His team had to be there at and like, so, I'm guessing, 3.45 in yeah, the morning. No, no, Because no. Doc would come in and the doors would open and it would be like daylight. Yep, bam. yep boom. And he would yep. be there smiling, bushy-tailed, yeah. wild eyes at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. Does, and it's like Mullen's patients better be un- does unwrapped. Does not give a fuck. All their dressings better be open. not feeling like it. And oh, yeah, he's really? like, but you know that's I mean? the thing. But he was so sweet about it. He's like, hey, but, you got but, a question? But, but that's the weird thing, right? Patient needs attention. He does. Is it? 
Patience number 4 45 in the morning. Patience number he one. doesn't it's care. A, doesn't Tom, matter. I don't Tom. think that man ever slept. And uh, because if anything went wrong in Burns, now I, I trained in Burns, I was so, very heavily in Burns. I actually have a burn jacket because yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If so. it went wrong, they went. Uncle Fred will find out. So, Let me see what Uncle Fred has to say. And Uncle Fred gets his way. Did you hear about the poor parking attendant who booted his truck? Oh. <laughs> Is that a joke? No. No, it Everybody really happened. His truck. Is that a joke? Someone booted Uncle Fred's truck. In Uncle Fred's parking lot? <laughs> All the whole hospital. So here's the cool thing. So my original agency... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention them. Health Trust Workforce Solutions. They used to be Paralon. These guys are the reason you and I have met. Yep. So when it came to Health Trust, I would call in. Our division is in Nashville, and I would explain to them, "Hey, I've worked in Burns. I love this, and we cover Macon, we cover Atlanta, we cover the entire Southeast." And one night, my guy Jake, I love him, and he said, "You know, it's the burn unit that covers." The entire Southeast is the reason HCA can be as big as it is. Right. And after working with Dr. Mullins and his entire team, I was afraid to work in Burns. My first day, they, they're like, you're going to the burn unit. And I'm like, I'm going to throw up on somebody. Well, no. But I tell you what, two minutes in, it was a two-year-old child. He had a little tiny second-degree burn on his ankle. And Dr. Hassan... I was like, hey, you want to see a procedure? Of course. I'm learning everything. So I walk in. He does a procedure. 16 hours. The scrub? Was it a scrub? What did they do? Uh, they just did a simple, like, give him a little lidocaine, give him a little scrub down, mm-hmm. a little debridement, and then cadaver over the little area. It was just a tiny little ankle. And Dr. Hassan was so excited and didn't care that I was a travel nurse. He's like, hey, come look at this. 16 hours. So, you know, I do 16 hour shifts at that hospital. That's great. So, I did 16 hour shifts five days a week at that hospital. That's great. And I. 16 hour shifts. Holy shit. Well, I'm retired military. Y'all are gluttons for punishment. I'm the only one who did that. Well, because I'm retired military. So, I just forgot to be grossed out. Yeah. And then worked with Dr. Hassan, that first case, and then Dr. Mullins, and all of our our surgeons were amazing. I just got so excited. I could not help it, and now Burns is my fashion. Well, it's going to keep going. It better. um, I appreciate you bringing this homemade drink. Yes, me too. That's that's according to Brandon Wallace. All right. Well, no. That's his fault. So, Brandon, thank you. Thank you, Brandon. Honestly, (laughs) I might hit up either. Come on by. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we're gonna be there for uh, fire. He has more flavors. Firearm training for my my wife. Yes, please come on by. Now you know we have five goats now, and one of them Mm -hmm. is a five-day-old little hourly fed infant. Lori, you think I'm? You think I'm joking? I'm not. I'm I'm about to bring the Takor. Bring the top yeah, four family. Yeah, you may have the dementia. Bring them all. We're going to get Here's the trick. Going we'll take you better time. bring because th- it's going to rain. So you better bring boots and something you can get dirty in. Boots. 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 Uh, boots. They're not boots. Honey, boots. I can be from boots. New York City and my accent boots. never lives. Boots. Boobs. I didn't hear boobs. <laughs> I'm not bringing Not boobs. <laughs> boobs. Yeah, no. You I'm have a away pirate slide. <laughs> Now, here's the funny part. I got a boobs. I think you have a B cup already, don't you? <laughs> what Pirates. Is what is that? Are, that's my pirate ring. 
So, hold on. Have a look at this. Um, so, so, I have been a pirate since 2010. So, so 10 uh, years uh, I have uh, been a pirate. I'm the most armed female so, pirate so, on the Southeast. So My name is Scarlet Blood Rain. So awesome. And if you want treasure chests, we can help you out because... So, somebody I used to work with speaks to me about pirates. You need and, to get uh, out there, Dr. Takor. No, I've, I've got to introduce you, you to this person. Because yeah. she also, you know. So, uh, right. so I'm not bring, when you spend $250 on a corset and you're like, okay, that's a good deal. You do that. I'm not bringing boobs. I'm not you don't bringing, have to bring boobs. I'm not, I'll, I will bring I would boobs. rather you bring Morgan. <laughs> she has boobs. Yeah. I'll tell so, you mine does. So uh, <laughs> One of my girlfriends. We will bring our ladies. Yes. They've got that. We got brews. Uh, bruise. We got boobs. I have bruise. <laughs> boobs or boobs? Ho- hopefully, we, there are no bruises. Okay, your accent has a little bit of twang in it. Do you want boobs or boobs? Both. Uh, like, what order is that? Is so that the answer is huzzah. <laughs> if you're talking pirates, your answer is huzzah. 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 <laughs> Cheers. No, huzzah. Huzzah. Salute. So, all right, folks. All right. Uh, okay. Have a listen, and hopefully we'll have Lori back soon. Thank you for all Anytime listening. you need. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you. you need. I mean, no, I'm going into NP practice. No. But you're, you're fun to I talk also to. have my CBD business on the side, and so I have my farm. Do you really? Uh, all right. Hold on. Let, let's stop. We got to talk about that next time. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Seriously. I've done extensive research. I'm talking first next. and second level. Gotcha. Lori, I'm not joking. Next time. Folks. Next time. Do you want to know how I didn't lose my shit when that woman Next episode, dog. No. Let me show you. She's whipping out bottles. Yes, because that woman grabbed me, and I am surprised I did not. I didn't even curse at her. Uh, Awesome. Okay. Uh, Soon? Next time. Soon. Anytime. Next time. Thank you, everybody.